0: cover story cover a story or attain that coveted story Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Stories. We're reserving a headline for you.
1: Hello everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro babin live from Chicago at the tail end of the DMA and I'm joined uh with my co-host Joe Belaurier of PR Web. Hey Joe. Hey Brandy. How's uh, Chicago? It's it's good. It's tiring. <laughs> <laughs> but very You're tiring. just getting
2: started on a long road trip. You really need to buck up.
1: I uh, I I am Joe. I'm I'm bucking up. I just need you to you know kick me in the right direction keep me on the straight and narrow
2: <laughs> oh man if if you're already worn out what's next week going to be like
1: um a nightmare <laughs>
2: and that next week is you know PRSA
1: i know speaking of which is, which of is the, a
2: huge event
1: it is it is i'm 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 well last evening we had the echo awards for the DMA and we were doing um red carpet interviews as well as interviewing the winners which was really exciting but it was it was a it was like a seventeen hour day for the crew on the road, and um we're excited because we're able to bring you know um winners from you know most coveted awards in the direct marketing association the echo awards um but it does it takes a lot out of you but um we're gonna we're gonna get spit shined and be all perfect for the p r s a right on
2: you know? well I look forward to seeing you there i'll be uh, coming in friday night uh, we're exhibiting alongside our uh, parent company, Vocus, and our strategic partner, Business Wire. And uh, I've got a new booth set up on Saturday, and then we'll uh, be hosting a Vocus uh, customer appreciation dinner Monday night, I think it is, Tuesday night. Anyway, I'm in charge of that. you think I'd know what day it was.
1: You would have thought I would have gotten um, an invitation.
2: You would have thought I would have gotten an invitation as well.
1: <laughs> Do you even know where I it is? I, I, we... sit,
2: I think I sit back in the kitchen and just make sure everything goes okay.
1: No, that's not true. You're you're the charming coast. That's right. You are. Some, the ch-
2: somebody will be.
1: No, that would be you because you're you're definitely the charming one in the group. <laughs> so, how has your week been?
2: The week has been wet and rainy here in the wonderful Pacific Northwest. We're finally back to that season, and uh, you know, there's been some stuff uh, news-wise. Well, it, it's probably a week or so old though that uh, I've been kind of watching with a little interest. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, this green movement in PR has me scratching my head. Have you picked up on that?
1: No, I have picked up on it at the DMA.
2: Yeah? What do you see there? I'm sorry? What are you seeing there?
1: Well, I mean, it it makes a lot of sense, and in traditional direct marketing, is a lot of mailers. And mailers, you know, obviously cut down on trees, and, you know, the more things you mail, the more um the, you know, planes need to be used and cars need to be used and trucks need to be used, which emit carbon into the atmosphere. So there's definitely a movement, um, I think, for people to think strategically when they're doing their direct marketing. And if I'm stating this properly, the, the DMA as a whole is getting behind, like, a, a global push towards really being um, very savvy and being very respectful of the environment.
2: Wow. This is it's, – it's starting to make me think – there's a book out called Generations, okay. and it's about the cyclical uh, mindset of the population. Uh, it tends to be 30-year windows, and we we go from this, uh, this mode of creativity and individualism into more plasticky uh, participation to volunteerism, and the group as a whole is more important than the individual, and then it swings back to the individual being important and all this stuff. Uh, that that's, you know, 500 pages in a thumbnail there. But what, I'm, what, what I was thinking of as you were telling me this was that, wow, this sounds like the 60s all over again with the environmental movement of the mm-hmm. 60s and all that. And it I'm, I'm suddenly occurred to me, wow, are we cycling, as that book proposes, uh, back through that environmental sensitivity again? The re- reason I brought this topic up in the first place was uh, PR agencies are mm-hmm. actually l- – Creating units that are green, that are all about greening their clients' product, to to put some sort of green spin, for lack of a better term, on the product or on the positioning around that company and/or products. And uh, obviously, it's it has some traction at uh, at the uh, trade show you're at there, the DMA, and that people are are leading with that that. Uh, that battle cry, if you will, that you know, and using their services.
1: Now, let me ask you a question. You said you were, you know, you were scratching your head. What does that mean exactly?
2: I'm wondering. I'm wondering if the marketplace is really ready for this, or or if it's just a tired battle cry with all the, the stuff for years on global warming and and whatnot. If we're we're if the marketplace isn't tired of hearing this. You now, for instance, uh, Yahoo. Did a big uh, announcement. Uh, I think it was a month, two months ago, in Times Square, mm-hmm. where they rolled out some uh, environmental-friendly caps, and they put the Yahoo moniker all over them, and they were green in their coloring. And uh, I don't know if it was Jerry Yang or who it was that st- stood up in the microphone and you know said Yahoo is behind this this green push. And I, I saw that, and I'm a big Yahoo fanboy. And mm-hmm i'm all about what yahoo is all about that just didn't resonate with me at all it, why would i as a yahoo fanboy care about yahoo being a green company i'm more interested in what they're doing on their screen But realize i am not one of those uh... the demographic of the cultural creative that is not me and maybe that's who they're speaking to and I should just get past it because I'm not the intended audience for that message. But that's why it has me scratching my head.
1: I mean, I think it's nice when big corporations (laughs) take the lead and lead by example. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you've got a large entity like Yahoo who has, you know, they're they're a massive media company, although people mostly think of them as a a search engine. They're a massive media company that, you know, leave footprints all over the the world. So it's nice when they can step up and you know try to be socially responsible and carry that message. So I think that's the good side of things. I think the 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 other side I think which you were sort of bringing out is, you know, come on guys, a company's a company and it's nice when you're putting your resources into something good and it's especially better if you're not contributing to something negative. But I think it's very hard today there's very little brand loyalty and instead of companies coming out and and uh, you know, it's, all, it's like TV. It's a horrible example It's just popping into my head. Uh, you know, Law & Order became popular, which I happen to love, Law & Order. Mm-hmm. So for years, well, Law & Order is successful, so let's go and, and, and launch 15 other cops and robber shows. All right. Right? So then they bring out Desperate Housewives, which I think is an abomination of a, of a show.
2: Hey, hey, my buddy uh, Kyle McLaughlin's on there. Come on.
1: I'm sorry. I do. I don't think it's an abomination. I just think it's, it's a little weak. <laughs> so but the reason why i think everyone took to it so quickly was because there was no real evening soap for like you know years prior to that you know people people tend to like go for the quick bucker. oh wow they're doing something that's cool they got some recognition so let's all fall in line and see if we can't beat them to the punch
2: well it, the payback can be immediate and it can be huge so why not right you know, thank goodness they didn't do that with mash but, uh, you know, the opportunity was certainly there.
1: But, but, but what I'm saying is it, it's sort of like, you know, one person goes and they stumble into something. Maybe they did it for, um, you know, true altruistic reasons. Maybe they did it for, you know, their own PR spin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it worked. So everyone else falls into line. And, yeah. you know, the American people have this, or, or the you know, international market or whomever it is, have it shoved down their throat, just like, you know, we don't have any control over what we see on, you know, um, you know TV. Yeah. You know, all those cops and robbers, boom, all of a sudden we've got evening soaps. Now all of a sudden it's, you know, it's reality TV. You know, everything's reality TV because that's what's hot. In, instead of, you know, really developing something for each market segment, mm-hmm. everyone sort of falls into line and follows whoever, like the, you know, the leader for the moment.
2: Yeah. Well, certainly the media is, is uh, it's got traction in the media. And uh, I, I just wonder, you know, does it have traffic? Traction in the marketplace. You know what the media does is not necessarily reflect the marketplace's interest. This mm-hmm.
1: uh, is so very. I,
2: I, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't resonate with me, so I assume I represent everybody. And
1: <laughs> Good. Well, you know what? Let, let's it. let's chat a little bit more about why it doesn't resonate with you, because I think you do represent a very large um, piece of the population. But let's go ahead and take our first commercial break, and then let's delve a little bit deeper into you. All right, right. stick around.
3: Cover story. We'll be back after this short break.
4: from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay
3: Incorporated. Don't get bullied by the big guys. LookSmart is your budget-friendly online advertising alternative, offering businesses of all sizes affordable, targeted pay-per-click advertising. And whenever you need help, whether you're just getting started or a seasoned bet, LookSmart offers accessible customer support for all advertisers, no matter the size. We call it Pay-per-Click Power to the People, and it's only available here at LookSmart. Log on to PPCpowertothePeople.com and join the revolution today!
0: Mr. Scott, I can't get any more information onto our website. I'm doing the best I can, Captain. There's no more room on the server. It's gonna blow. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. The logical answer is Lunar Pages. Reputation, reliability, and legendary 24-7 support makes Lunar Pages the host to cling on to. Did you say cling on? Aye, Captain. Sign up at LunarPages.com and get $700 off coffee cup software absolutely free. If you call, they will answer. Lunar Pages it is. Beam us abroad, Mr. Go. For out of this world web hosting, Lunar Rocks. Sign up for web hosting with lunarpages.com
3: and use coupon code LUNATIX to get $28 off. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move
0: Search changes every day. SEO, stay informed with the help of the largest search engine news authority on the web. The search engine newsroom of webmasterradio.fm. Weekdays, Danny Sullivan headlines the biggest stories in search and delivers compelling commentary. With the search engine pros on the daily search cat, Ryan Eisenberg, Anthony Garcia, and Robert Durrell break down thousands of blogs daily to bring you news and views on the week on by Webmaster Radio also brings you no-holds-barred analysis and opinions every week with Strike Point, The Pulse, SEO rock stars, and The Alternative. The search for news stops here with the search engine news authority, webmasterradio.fm. Don't get caught in a web of confusion. Learn the ropes on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercial's off. Now
3: back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host.
1: Hello everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro babin and I'm joined with my guest host, my guest host, my real host, <laughs> Joe Lorey, and we were talking about to be green or not to be green and I think Joe was basically saying that I won't eat green eggs and ham. Joe, I am. <laughs>
2: I don't care if they're organic green eggs or ham. How about that?
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we well, eat green eggs on St. Paddy's Day. That's right. <laughs>
2: right with there with the green beer. I'm all for that.
1: Rock on. Yeah, We love St. Paddy's Day. So, yeah, so you, it
2: doesn't resonate with me. What's with that? Am I a, a minority?
1: I don't think so. I think you represent a very large pop, part of our population. So give a couple of other examples as to why it doesn't resonate with you and you know, and well, are you really seeing it and, and the things that companies are doing, large organizations are doing? Is it really making a difference, or is it just giving them headlines?
2: I'm going to offend so many people with what I'm about to say, and I'll apologize in advance. Um, it's just one man's perspective. But I walk through the produce section of the store, and I see the organic produce, and I see the added ticker price on there, and I just shake my head in disbelief that that people are, and here's the offensive term, so gullible that they will buy into that. Um, there is, uh, you know, it's been a great campaign to uh, sensitize the marketplace to the perils of chemicals and all these things that we don't understand that are in and around our our food uh, sources. I grew up in a farming community. I mean, I, I literally walked through a field one time and had a duster, uh, a crop duster, spray me with a bunch of stuff. And uh, you know, I've i I've, I've, I've been in and around this stuff, you know, well enough to to not be that uh, for lack of a term better term paranoid of it. But I well realize that the market marketing that's gone on around uh, organic and others have been very effective at taking advantage of people that don't understand uh, the process and procedures and and whatnot, and have created this segment that has a premium on it and, and people are buying into it. I, I uh that that is me in a thumbnail. I you know, I'm the ultra conservative, I guess you'd say in the, in this marketplace. And so I look at that stuff and, and just shake my head. So I apologize to those people that, that see value in it, you maybe know something more than I do. But uh there you have it.
1: You know what? A everyone's allowed to have their opinion. B I consider you to be a very intelligent person. Um C You know, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence with this because um, I think a lot of my issues, if you look, and I I don't have all the facts on this, historically, you know, you can can look in Massachusetts, for example, that there were large, um, you know, suburban areas that were, you know, people were plagued by cancer, for example, um, because the water got corrupted or people who are living near like large electrical plants, you know, the mm-hmm. cancer rates or, you know, other horrible diseases, you know, go Things up. Things
2: leaching into the water supply or even the soil, yeah.
1: So to me, that's not a green issue. That's an issue of how, um, you know, the, the contracts that are given out and that, that's a governmental issue to keep people safe. I mean, mm-hmm. organic eggs, you know, farm-grown salmon versus um, Freshwater salmon or, you know, non-freshwater, yeah, freshwater salmon.
2: Don't even get me started on uncooked and raw.
1: You know, I mean, come on. You know, (laughs) is that just another another vehicle for people to, like you said, add an extra dollar to their bottom line, create another market segment?
2: But I do appreciate when, let's say, uh, a rental car company does something to their fleet that, you know, minimizes, uh, you know, improves gas mileage and reduces emissions or something like that. That to me is like, hey, that makes sense.
1: Oh, absolutely. So, but don't you think uh, that it should be a governmental thing to begin with, that the emissions should be at a certain level to begin with, and that all um, car manufacturers need to adhere to that? That's not something that the people can do. That's something that the government should set a standard toward. Per chance. Well,
2: uh, boy, you're just pulling me out of my shell here. I am not a regulation fanatic. I, I don't like government and and, uh, business uh, any more than they have to be. I do agree government needs to protect us. And the the leaching issues that you were talking about, the soil contamination or water supply contamination, absolutely, there needs to be some enforcement around that. But when it comes to producing a product that may or may not be contributing to pollution, um, such as the automobile, it's a mainstay, and so let's establish some levels that you have to work underneath, Mm. I don't agree maybe there's some value if if the population agrees with that they're not going to buy that car and just by the the supply and demand elements of an economy where people get to choose what they want to buy it will go away maybe i'm an idealist in that regard but i'm not a big fan of government regulation
1: no neither am i neither neither am i but that to me to an extent and i'm just i'm having this conversation from a soggy brained uh mind in chicago so i'm am putting that yeah. caveat I, you out you know
2: there. actually what you're talking about is in play now with suvs they're not really cars they don't fall under the same regulations as cars whether it be safety or emissions uh and they're out there and they sell like hotcakes and there's a huge demand for them uh, a very s- solid marketplace
1: yeah, and there's there's a lot of also people going bankrupt from owning them right now too <laughs> how's that well, the cost
2: of gas. Because the cost of gas.
1: <laughs> well, they're
2: not, SUVs aren't cheap in and of themselves either. Um,
1: no, but there's but I, also
2: I, a, a very vocal group that says, you know, down with the SUV. If you're driving an SUV, you're a pig. and you know, You're not looking out for your community. And that, that's the market segment I'm not part of. And, but it's a very vocal market segment. And I think that's where these green initiatives are resonating. And because they resonate there and they get this vocal feedback and supportive, uh, you know, maybe that's the, the reason for its being.
1: Let me ask you a question, sort of, sort of connected but not really. How do you feel then about, you know, we are impacted, like you said, so much by the media and then, of course, our celebrities or our celebutants um, who are going over to another country to, to help with their issues. In raising awareness in other countries, how do you feel about that?
2: In other countries, mm-hmm. have I been asleep while this is happening?
1: I'm so sorry. No,
2: re- restate that. I don't. I don't know that. Okay. I, so, I in, um,
1: so in other words, you you ha- there's there's a lot of celebrities out there. Oh, okay. Who are, you know, going to other countries and helping to, you know, they're they're feeding the poor in other countries. Mm-hmm. They're helping to, um, you know, stop starvation in Africa or you know d- different parts of the world. But yet they're not. You know, why aren't they, you know, down in a soup kitchen in New Orleans or, you sure. know, downtown Houston or something?
2: It's more exciting, and they're a great example of offline link bait, if you will. Uh, online link bait, obviously, is, you know, an on-site or a website's ability to draw traffic by referring to something that's currently uh drawing a lot of traffic some you know Lindsay Lohan or Britney Spears in jail or something like that and they put something on their site and it draws a lot of traffic uh in this case this is offline uh link baiting where we get Brad Pitt uh you know doing uh visa type work uh, uh giving immunizations to some tribe somewhere and it's a great photo op and people go oh that's Brad Pitt isn't he cute And they watch it. They pay attention to it, and the media will will play it because they, you know, it's it's got that attractive marketability to it. So they can, uh, we can, we can get some actor or some rock and roll star to meet with the Pope, and it'll get coverage.
1: Oh, absolutely! But I mean, who cares
2: about their opinion? You know, yeah. Why aren't they doing it back home? I agree.
1: Like that's the thing I don't understand. You know, raising. I think it's beautiful. Anyone who just who. Anyone who helps someone, any cause, God forbid, is a worthy cause, whether it be sure. a disease or whether it be a person. And, you know, America is a melting pot of culture. So if someone has a passion for a different culture and they want to help, good for them, truly. But I, I definitely think that, um, you know, charity should start at, at home. Yeah. I think these people
2: have the wherewithal to travel worldwide, and they feel that they're reputation as an American doesn't resonate well when they're outside the country and maybe they're trying to do something to make that better. Whereas you and I are not necessarily flying outside the 48 states that often and we don't see that and don't feel the need to do that kind of repair work. I don't know. That's a guess.
1: I mean, my whole, you know, I went to school for psychology originally. And the reason why I never followed through was because I felt like I would take you know, I, I would take all my clients, my patients, home with me. And, yes, if, I, if I'm if i sure if I went to Africa or if I went to, you know, some of these other third world nations, I would feel a huge need to want to contribute and make their life better. Um, but you can't be every place at one time. You have to pick some place. And if you're an American citizen, I think it's sort of important to do what you can, you know, not only for your immediate community, but, like, you know, the American community.
2: Yeah. And your charitable dollar goes further. <laughs>
1: Right, sad but true. Right, and 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 you know, if if one person did one thing, here it would you know it would, think that you know we'd have a lot cleaner environment, um, a lot healthier people. People would be better educated. People would find that they would they could get out of um, scenarios where they weren't getting the proper education, raising well.
2: I'm right. I'm sorry, but our economy is thriving and our unemployment is low. And I walk outside and I'm breathing wonderful air and. I don't have people in my family or within my circle of friends that are getting sick from environmental concerns, so I really don't think those issues within my limited scope of of where I'm living and and who I'm interacting with, I'm just not seeing those as significant issues. Good for you. I mean, that's true.
1: Good for you. I mean, same thing. You know, in in Florida, I mean, I have to say it's it's a wonderful lifestyle. Uh
2: Yeah, I mean we're at opposite poles of the continental 48, and, and we're feeling warm and fuzzy about life in general. Uh, if I worked at the the hospital or if I was a beat cop in the area, maybe my eyes would be opened a little wider, and I might be more uh, sensitive to those issues. Maybe I'm I'm living in a protected state here.
1: Absolutely. I mean we all we all live in our own personal cocoon, you know, from mm-hmm. one extent to another. Um, but I, I do agree with you, and I do find it to be—it's it, it, it's the newest fad, you know. Green is chic. It used to be, you know. There, there's always some, some, you know, big. And I don't think it's a negative thing per se, but it's a—it's it's the newest hook, yep. you know. everyone that, following along. That's it. It's
2: all about hooks.
1: You know, it, you know, and I agree with you. You know, and then the, and the price gouging for various products. Well, you know, come on, give me a break.
2: Yeah, we uh, just got a Trader Joe's. Are you familiar with Trader Joe's? I am. We just got a Trader Joe's up here in uh, Bellingham, Washington, at the far northwest corner of the continental U.S. And it had been a much-rumored opening for almost a decade. And people really wanted that store, and I had no idea what to expect from it. And it opened up, and I, my daughter and I went through there the other night, and I was up to my eyeballs in organic products and things like that. I, it, I thought, oh, my gosh, this, this I, I have no business here <laughs> but it was truly amazing the hubbub the buzz that had gone on for years before the store even arrived so there obviously i i feel very much the minority in this community that i'm living in here because that place was packed
1: oh but it's new and it's exciting you know yeah. it's, it's new and it's exciting i mean and you'll see the long term you know how many people actually shop at trader joe's on a daily basis and you know like even silly things you know we, we keep hearing out I'm in Chicago, so I'm going to quote Dr. Oz. Um, you know, I was watching Oprah late one night, and they were talking about, you know, on Oprah they have this Dr. Oz on, and I forget his real name. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway, long story short, they were talking about, you know, you know, health issues, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we've been told, you know, drink as much water as possible because that's healthy for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, A, my mother never drinks water. My mother's actually like a nutritionist. Um, an exercise physiologist, she has her doctorate. I mean, the whole nine years, my mother's like, so not a water drinker. So I was really not brought up a water drinker. But I've been really pushing myself lately to drink as much water as possible because, you know, I'm, I'm getting older and I want to be healthy and, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm watching the show, and it's so funny. He said, you know, they, they detest it's absolute rubbish about people drinking water because everything we eat, even if you eat a steak, it's 65% water.
2: Sure, sure.
1: And you know not that you should fill yourself up with you know soda per se but you know people start to they love to blindly follow things that there may be a bit of truth in it but oh
2: yeah supplemental so vitamins don't get me started
1: yeah it's 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 so yeah. it's been so hyped and it's sort of like playing operator that you know the the the, the true message or, 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 or the true fact in it. it has been so diluted because it's now been repeated, processed, um, mm-hmm. sent out to, you know, PR firms, companies, everyone's got their spin and twist on it that by the time the message comes to the public, it's so, it, it potentially can be so off-mark mm-hmm. from its true intent mm-hmm. that once again, you know, sort of what you were saying, people are swallowing a bunch of stuff that really doesn't apply. Right. And that's scary. Yeah. Are we really that gullible? We yes, really we are,
2: are. We, and it's our ego that it's uh, our ego that makes us that gullible. We want to feel that we're empowered, we're in control. If uh, we can do something to improve our body, our being, our lifestyle, we're gonna do it because we're empowered, we're in control, and that yeah. is the human ego doing it.
1: Yes, I agree. Let's take one. I didn't realize we are coming up at the end of the show, so we need to take one last quick break, and uh, we'll be right back to wrap up the cover story. Stick
3: around. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period.
4: from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay
0: Incorporated today who dares enter the sacred and awesome presence of the everlasting know-it-all yoga my name is barry schwartz i am the keeper of a greater magic a power known throughout the universe as the the force No. The Schwartz.
1: What's something to check out? Discover
3: the power of Barry Rusty Brick Schwartz and the search at your roundtable on The Pulse.
0: Pulse. (laughs) On demand anytime.
3: Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Never
0: underestimate the power of The Schwartz. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The Flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Cover
3: Story. We're reserving a headline for you only on Webmaster Here's your host.
1: Hello everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro Babbin and Joe Belaurier from PR Web. Coming into our final segment.
2: The power of the Schwartz. God I love Barry's plug.
1: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we have a very creative team.
2: Very I, I
1: love that movie, sorry. Yeah, no, it's a great movie. It's a, it's a great movie. <laughs> and believe me, watch out. They'll be taking some words out of your mouth and creating a fun promo for you, too.
2: Oh, it's, if they use baseballs. I mean, it's such a quotable movie. They'll do no wrong.
1: <laughs> there you
2: go. There's so many good pulls out of that.
1: It's so true. It's so true. I mean, I think we've started a very interesting conversation today.
2: I, uh, it, It's psychoanalytical for me. I mean, I feel like i am just stuck myself out there for all to see.
1: You know what good for you it's, it's we're starting it's, a conversation, and that's you know that's right that's what it's all about, and everyone's allowed to have their opinion and there's so many layers right. on, um regarding this that we haven't discussed I mean, you don't even want to get me started on you know decorum yeah. and you know society so yeah,
2: and the underlying thing you know to pull this back into the p r which is what we're supposed to be talking about mm-hmm. here, is the p r s use of these, oh, I'm going to say vulnerabilities. That's got a negative connotation. I probably could find a better word. But these human vulnerabilities where we want to feel empowered, we want to feel in control, and so these campaigns will resonate.
1: Oh, absolutely. And like you said, 100% vulnerability. It's I want to look younger, longer. I want to live longer. I want to be disease-free. I want my family to be be disease-free. And, you know, it's... if I buy into this and I do this right thing and I take these couple of steps, you know, people are looking at it as an insurance policy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like with any good insurance policy, read the fine print, people. (laughs) Right?
2: Exactly.
1: You know, um, but my goodness, we could go on and on. I think that this is definitely an interesting topic for us to continue, and I think we should bring on some PR professionals to discuss um, their orientation, and we will be able to find them Next week at the PRSA International Conference in Philadelphia.
2: Boy, I hope so.
1: Oh, I, I think there'll be a lot of people that will want to expound. I think from both sides of the fence.
2: Yeah, let's get uh, PR's perspective on green campaigns.
1: Absolutely. So uh, you'll be able to hear that and a lot more from us um, because we're going to be um, podcasting most of the keynotes. We'll be, t- you know, giving you a bunch of the top level sessions and, of course, interviewing top industry leaders and luminaries. And uh, Joe and I will be hanging out and having some fun and making sure that everyone who cannot be there is apprised of all the uh, newest and greatest happenings in the PR community.
2: All right. See you in Philly.
1: See you in Philly. All right, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to Cover Story.
0: Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening.